Hi, it's Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast, First Take. This is Claremont Public Schools See COVID Cases Rise Again. Reporting on COVID-19 among Claremont Public School students is an unpredictable job. Just last week, the Courier reported the district's new cases fell to just one, with only 11 students quarantined. This after the previous two weeks' quarantine numbers of 343 and 245. Early this week, this story looked as if it would consist of more good news. With cases across Claremont Unified School District's 6,550 students rising just a hair from 1 to 2 and quarantines falling from 11 to 10. But the numbers did what numbers do and changed on Thursday. Eight new cases were reported at the elementary level, which resulted in 120 students quarantined. Divided fairly evenly among Vista, Oakmont, Mountain View, and Condit Elementary Schools. Claremont High recorded four new cases, resulting in 48 students quarantined. Interestingly, out of the 136 students exposed at CHS, 88 were fully vaccinated and showed no symptoms, so they were able to stay at school. Each of the 48 students quarantined was unvaccinated. Over the five weeks since school started September 1, 505 students have been exposed at CHS, and 190 were quarantined. The rest of those exposed students, 315 of them, were fully vaccinated, showed no symptoms, and were allowed to remain at school, said Claremont Unified School District Assistant Superintendent Human Services, Kevin Ward. We continue to really encourage parents to do their research, um, learn about the positives of the vaccine, and get their students vaccinated. The breakdown on new COVID cases at CUSD is as follows. Condit Elementary, which inexplicably leads the district in confirmed COVID infections, added two new cases this week, bringing its total to 17 since school began September 1st. Mountain View also saw two new infections, boosting its total to four. Oakmont had one new case for a total of two on the year, and Vista del Valle had one new positive, leaving it with two thus far. Chaparral Elementary had no new cases, holding steady at two, and Sumner Danbury remained static at six cases. El Roble Intermediate added two cases, bringing its total to four. Claremont High added those four new infections, bringing it to 15. And both Sycamore Elementary and San Antonio High remained COVID-free. All these numbers were holding as of 9 a.m. Thursday. Check the district's COVID dashboard at www.claremont-ca.org. S-C-H-O-O-L-L-O-O-P, that's schoolloop.com forward slash COVID for the latest info. Among this week's 48 unvaccinated kids at CHS who were sent off to quarantine, all were in close contact with a COVID-positive student, meaning within six feet for more than 15 minutes. The contact tracing for these cases is somewhat fascinating. When a positive case is confirmed, Tracers pull the seating charts for each of that student's classes, look at a six-foot radius of where that student sat in each class, and then contact trace on all the students that fall within that radius. Ward explained. So for, you know, one student, five, six classes, 
you pull that six foot radius from those six path classes, contact trace all of those kids. So out of the, you know, out of the cases that are there right now, the four cases that are there right now, you have 48 students that are quarantined due to not being vaccinated and 88 that were also within that circle that are able to come back to school. Ward added he was looking forward to the anticipated decision from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Food and Drug Administration to authorize use of the Pfizer vaccine in kids younger than 12, with the hope that it will produce the good results the district is seeing among vaccinated students at the secondary levels. Speaking of those good results, El Roble's two new cases and zero quarantine students this week carried with it a grain of hope, Ward said. That's a combination of vaccination and just the way that, you know, the close contact numbers kind of work there. So, you know, vaccination is working really well, keeping our students in class, and and we're, we're very excited about that. Among Claremont kids aged 12 to 17, the latest data reports 88.8% of them are vaccinated. Ward said roughly 75% of the CHS and El Roble students who have been exposed to COVID since September 1st have been able to stay in school. Those numbers very much mirror, I think, the vaccination numbers. That's really that's a really a positive thing, and I think very encouraging for parents to consider that you know once you get students vaccinated, they can they can stay at school. And we're not, what we're not seeing is the vaccinated students having to then quarantine because they develop a fever or symptoms. Ward went on to say he expects to see breakthrough cases among vaccinated kids, just as we've seen across the country among the inoculated adult populations. But the percentages of breakthrough cases are extremely low, and you know, we're seeing that in our student population. On Thursday, the district hosted a fully booked vaccination clinic for 188 students, staff, and the public. Those looking to get vaccinated should watch upcoming communications from CUSD for dates and times for more clinics, which are all open to the public. Of course, any adult can sign up for an appointment for the CUSD clinics or any other local vaccine event or location at www.myturn.ca.gov. Locally, Hendricks Pharmacy and CVS are offering appointments for first, second, and qualifying third booster doses of the Pfizer vaccine. Ward reiterated the effectiveness of the vaccines among Claremont secondary students. So when I go back and I look at the tracing, those students that are vaccinated, stay in school, and don't, I can't find one that develops symptoms after exposure. So the vaccine seems to be holding really well um, in that population. The district has three types of quarantine for its unvaccinated students. The first two involve staying out of school. First, there's a regular, the longest at 10 days, which involves no testing, only quarantine. Second is shortened, which may end early if the student tests after day five and the results are negative. The third, modified, allows unvaccinated students to remain in school if the exposure occurred at school and both the exposed student and the infected student were wearing masks correctly, both indoors and outdoors. Two, the student agrees to undergo COVID tests twice per week and provide the results to the school. Three, The student monitors for symptoms for 14 days after the last exposure. Four, the student agrees to wear a mask indoors and outdoors at all times and stays six feet away from the other students while eating. Five, the student agrees not to participate in extracurricular activities or childcare 
for a to-be-determined length of time. District Superintendent Jeff Wilson said in an email Monday that more than 90% of COSD-certificated staff have been vaccinated, along with those 88.8% of Claremont's 12- to 17-year-olds. The district has tested 992 people at its two testing sites since September 8th, with less than five students and just one faculty member testing positive. Quote, All in all, we are currently in a good place and are growing more confident by the day that a corner has been turned. Unquote. Wilson wrote in the email, quote, This is not, however, the time to let our guard down, and we will continue to look for opportunities to expand our testing and vaccination efforts while observing and enforcing policies and practices that help mitigate the possible spread of the virus, unquote. The district's COVID dashboard lists the latest statistics on infections on its campuses and is updated throughout the week. It is located at www.claremont-ca.schoolloop, that's S-C-H-O-O-L-L-O-O-P, dot com forward slash COVID. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier podcast, First Take. Thanks for listening.